This is Vic from your friendly neighborhood show. Chew on this, a Nerd United podcast. If you like what you've been hearing, please follow us and like us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. On Facebook, it's at Chew on this podcast. And on Twitter and Instagram, it's at Chew on this pod. We're active on all three social media sites. And it's not just podcast episode announcements, but it's also memes, nerd news, and any special events the show might be at. Now light some candles, pour a glass of wine, sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Welcome to episode 294 of Chew on This, a Nerd United podcast. I'm BJ. Vic. All right. Well, we got a, we got a nice movie review for you. I don't know how this one's going to go, but uh, we actually get to review a movie that is from both of our top tens for 2020. Yep. Uh, which is a rarity this year. Um, Anyway, let's get the boring stuff out of the way because there is boring stuff because this movie was released in theater. Oh, by the way, the movie's Tenet we're reviewing. <laughs> I forgot to mention it. <laughs> uh, so let's see. Uh, on a budget of $205 million, um, it made $359.9 million worldwide. Okay. Um, so I guess that's a huge hit considering uh, well. the – the marketing and everything, but I, not I bad. Read, well, I read somewhere that in order to break even, it had to do eight hundred million. That what? Yeah, yeah. How is that possible? They spent four hundred million on marketing. Um, I, as far as I know, or you have investors, or you have all sorts of stuff. But it only um, cost two hundred five. Yeah, I, I know. So it's what kind, kind of, of a, stupid loan. Of... Did they take out? <laughs> <laughs> right like i mean yeah the budget usually does is maybe like 100 million for a big movie like this right so 305 yeah. million yeah where the yeah. fuck it is the it, other it says other? it right here christopher nolan's tenant will have to make 800 million just to break even that's what it says you can look it up where's he i know i did read that article too but i'm just wondering <laughs> now that we're talking about it where the fuck is the other money coming from? <laughs> Where did it go? <laughs> well, if let's again conservatively or actually more, let's just let's just even say the marketing was 150 million, right? Uh-huh. That only puts it at 355. Where the fuck is the other money coming from? Yeah, well, I mean, like Christopher Nolan has like a deal where he gets 20 percent of the um of the first revenue that comes in for ten, for his movies. And then after that, it starts, uh, you know, uh, it needs to start making money in order for, you know, Warner Brothers and the other investors to make money. So basically, I mean, if you like 800 million might be like an overestimation, but I think like five or 600 million is more accurate. So 
But because still, they, again, where's they that did, other extra but, 300 million coming from? Well, the movie was supposed to come out a lot, a lot longer ago and there was a lot more marketing that did go through. They, they paid a lot of money in marketing. Um, probably would have paid more if, uh, well, no, no, it, they paid more in marketing. You know why? Because it kept moving. So they had to keep marketing it over and over and over again. Um, yeah, but I, I still don't feel like let's hey, again, well, even, if you, even if you had 200 million to it for the marketing budget. Well, I mean, I, I heard this about the Matrix Reloaded, too. Like it had to do 800 like it took years for it to go into the black, you know, um, and this movie shit. I mean, it could take forever to to make it into profits. Uh, Man, whoever's this is really, cutting that deal is this really is, not paying attention. This is really fucking boring, man. <laughs> I know, but it's still, like, mathematically, even though I suck at math, it doesn't add up. Well, it's it's pretty bad when uh, trying to figure out why, did, why it's losing money compared to actually the plot of the fucking film is pretty bad. <laughs> okay. Let me, let me get to the other, let me get to the other because part. This, of the... this movie's fucking complicated. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, we'll get to, into it. The, the Rotten Tomatoes rating, uh, out of 294 is, uh, 71%. So not very high. Okay. Uh, for a Nolan type movie. I think even Interstellar was up there. Yeah. Um, in rating. Um, so I, I have a feeling I know why that is. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so I'm going to go really, really quick because okay. I need to talk about this movie. Okay. I'm going to go really fast. You try to go really fast. Stick because it in. Pump it. <laughs> <laughs> pump it quick. We My initial reaction <laughs> to this movie is what? <laughs> Did Am you, I stupid did, did you or under, did you understand the movie though? Did you like figure it out? Did you pause the movie every now and then and go, "Holy shit, that's awesome"? <sighs> because I did. Were you st- you weren't stoned when you watched it? Did you? Because that that would make uh, it worse. I kind of was. <laughs> yeah, that's not good. <laughs> it's not very because Christopher Nolan's movies are not just action, but the the action actually has some thought to it. Like it was like like. I don't know. Every time the action happened, I really started paying attention because it was actually part of the plot line, which right. is crazy. Um, so if you go into this movie just watching it like, oh, it's like Batman. I'm just watching action. It doesn't <laughs> fucking work because it, no. it, you have to keep, oh my God. The reason why the, the percentage is so low in RT is because exactly that people are like, what the fuck did I, what is this? <laughs> I don't understand this shit. Um, my wife, one of them, have a half hour in, she's like, I'm done with this bullshit. You know, and she, <laughs> she walked away. And I was like, yeah, I get it. I understand it. But, like, I'm such a savvy, like, over the years, especially doing the podcast, I'm much more savvier than I used to be. And even this film, like, I'd probably have to watch it two or three times in order to explain it to you. But I understood what was happening because I kept pausing the film and I would think about it. Or I'd rewind it and go, did they just fucking, oh, okay, okay, I get it, I get it. No, I understood um, it, but at the same time. How do you explain this movie to somebody? Like, it's not a time travel movie, yet there's fucking time traveling in it. It's and like I'm a just, movie that's within itself. Like, everything yeah. takes place at the same time. Right. Basically. Yes, exactly. Because time is, I don't know, what did, it, what did they say? It's relative or whatever. So, like, it you could move in and out of it. Um, but... 
I don't but, know. This is this is definitely what I kind of would have expected from a Christopher Nolan time <laughs> travel movie. <laughs> but I didn't think Interstellar was better than this. I actually really I, okay. So initial reaction, I really enjoyed it, even though I was confused a lot of the time. I enjoyed it. I don't think it's seventy one percent. And I think if people go back and watch it a second time and really pay attention to things, they'd probably rate it probably more in the eighties. Um, but it's 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 not his greatest movie by any stretch of the means like this was very ambitious yes uh, very ambitious like i think if he had another year to think about how to do this as far as plot like how to explain things i think it would be better because there was a lot of times where there was these conversations that would happen but they would but then like there would be a quick cut and you're like whoa wait there's more to this scene than there than there was supposed to be there were so many times where he cuts the scene off where I would get pissed off because I'm like, wait a minute, something more was about to be said or done here. And, but we wouldn't get it. And so there's some like four hour director's cut out there or whatever. Uh, bring out the Nolan cut. <laughs> <laughs> um, I guarantee you there's a four hour movie somewhere, but Robert Pattison is the character that kind of explains things to you as you go along. Right. And, who he ends up being in the end was a mind fuck too. That was, awesome. yeah, it was, um, yeah, it was. And, uh, uh, I don't even know how to spoil this movie. Honestly. Uh, it's, it's just, I, I think if I were to explain it, I'd explain it like this. There's a billionaire guy who has some ally in the future that feeds him information to, but he, his plan is to ultimately destroy the world. Because he's an asshole, you know. He's That's ba- basically it. He's basically he's gonna die, so he's gonna take the whole world with him, right? And and he's got tons of money, so he can pay people. So in the future, they're giving him information on how to like get away from the who's I don't even remember the n- main character's name. I know Neil was the partner, was Robert Pattinson's character, which who I fucking loved. I was like, yes, put more, put this guy in more shit because. He, dude can act. I'm so glad he's not like, he's so far from that Twilight bullshit. Um, yeah. because the dude can act. He was really, I really enjoyed his performance in this thing. Um, but, but that's essentially the plot. And so, but then it involves like the wife who has a kid with the billionaire and because she betrayed him by fake, <clears throat> fake selling him, uh, an art piece from a, from a forger. That pisses him off. So like she's forever fucked. Like basically <laughs> like he controls her every move, knows exactly who she like when she talks to someone, he's fucking dead. Like all you know, as you're that. explaining this movie, right? As you're explaining it, what what you're saying is 100 percent true. Like everything that you're saying is true. But it sounds like the dumbest fucking movie in the world. It does. It does. If I like it, but it gets worse because. Yeah. Because the guy who is Denzel Washington's son, um, I bet I forget his character's name now. It wasn't that important, but he's recruited like he just somehow kind of he sees this inverted bullet thing and he goes, what the hell was that? And then in like in Men in Black fashion, he gets recruited into this like. Well, Secret. he doesn't have a name. Nobody really has a name in this. Yeah, like, yeah. Like the like his name is protagonist. Right. Yeah, yeah. He kept saying that throughout the whole thing. I'm I'm the protagonist. Um, and he gets recruited like Men in Black style into this into this thing where he's got to like solve this mystery because if he doesn't solve it, the whole world's gonna blow up. And there's all these pieces to the puzzle 
literally pieces because they're like the part of the plutonium or whatever. Did they, did they, <laughs> it's in the trailer, right? Yeah. But did they actually say like what tenant is? No, he just says that's the code name or something like that. You know, like if you say, if you talk to us on the radio and say tenant, like we'll know whatever. We know who you are, what, you know, okay. I don't know why they, I don't know why they could have said like foliage is the code word. <laughs> it's so just that like, would have been a terrible name for a movie. Well, I think um, ten, tenant because backwards and forwards, it's tenant. It's, it doesn't matter which way you spell it. It's still tenant forwards and backwards. So it's so, mom. I mean, he could, yeah, he could have said wow or he could have said race car. Race car is a pantomime, you know, I think it's called no palo palomine or something like that, which means, uh, spelled backwards or forwards. It's the same. So race car is another one of them. Um, so yeah, I mean, he gets recruited in there and then the movie just kind of takes off because he goes from set piece to set piece trying to defeat this billionaire but the billionaire guy is always one step ahead of him because he has people in the future looking back and knowing what's happening and then telling him what to do to get to get you know to get by it and uh but what he doesn't count on is that he thinks he kills his wife but they somehow take her into the inverted part of the you know they take her through the in- uh, inverted world, they hold on to her for five days and then they go back and pull her back out and then she lives. So he thinks she's dead. And then she, she replaces her old self because her old self leaves the boat with the sun and she goes back there to basically kill him once they take the plutonium though. If she kills him too early, the whole world explodes because, um, I guess, He's got something in his body that um, will trigger the nuclear warhead if it detects he's dead. So, like, I understood all that shit, but she ends up killing him before they fucking detach that thing. And right. so, yeah, they they had seconds, and they detached it, and they, you know, they saved the world or whatever. That's not the um, mind fuck, though. No, the mind fuck is that... When the guy is uh trying to stop the nuclear warhead, he looks through the gate and he sees lying on the ground this body and there's this like orange like strap key or whatever. And um anyway, later on, like after they foil the bad guys and all this stuff, uh he's talking to Neil and Neil's like, yeah, I got to take off. I got another thing to do. He's like, but I'll tell you what, I'll see you in the future or actually I'll see you in my past. We've been friends for Many, many years, you know, you, when right. you're, he's like, in your future, you go back in the past and meet me and we have wonderful adventures together, solve all these mysteries and shit. It was wonderful. And then he leaves and then They're basically like best friends. Yeah. He turns around and he sees that fucking orange strap and he goes, Oh shit. He's like, Neil, wait. And he's like, basically, it's like you're going to create a paradox if you tell the other person. Some shit, just like Back to the Future. So <laughs> right. he can't, he can't fucking tell him that he's gonna die eventually. Like he's gonna get killed. And it's heartbreaking because you even see him like his eyes are teary, like he's gonna cry right. yeah. because he because, knows his best friend's gonna die. Yeah. You know, eventually. And the, the fucked up thing is that like <clears throat> they're not best friends yet. You know, like no. <clears throat> throughout this whole thing, they're talk, well, he's talking, the protagonist is talking. To Neil, like he's never met him before. But Neil, yeah. now, if you rewatch the movie, I did some parts. The whole time he's there, 
he's telling him like, you know, just you'll understand, you'll understand. Yeah. And like that's that happens <clears throat> in movies all the time. Yeah, because if you tell the truth, the the future might not happen. That's the problem. So he kept saying, you keep talking to these half-truths. And he's like, dude, just fucking trust me. Because yeah. if he were to tell him, oh, what you're about to do is this, he might fuck it up. And then it, then the future gets screwed. So yeah. by not telling him, everything will go as planned as it was supposed to. This is and- definitely a movie that, yeah, yeah, I was, I was pretty stoned watching it, but I still understood <laughs> the movie. Like there were, there were times in the movie where I had to rewind it and watch it again. Cause I'm like, wait a minute. What the fuck just happened? Oh, I love it because he's like fighting against some guy and the, and right. the, the, oh my God, that scene is so amazing. Cause like it's backwards and forwards and all this shit. And then the guy runs away and Neil runs after him, but then comes back and says, no, 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 I let it. He's like, no, 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 no. we got to go. We got to go. And basically what, and then they replay the scenario again later on when they go in the inverted world. And then you find out, oh fuck, he was fighting himself the whole time. Like right. that is such a mind fuck. And they do that several times in the movie. Where he, he re like does something and then he goes back and does it again in the opposite way. Right, like the car crash. Like he the was the car one in the crash. Car. Yeah, yeah, the car crash. Or like at the end, it was Neil driving the the truck down the road, you know, and all that shit. While all the explosions were happening, it was right. it's it's so. I thought it was really fucking cool. Like I understood what he was trying to do, but god damn it, it's so complicated. Like it made my brain hurt, you know. Yeah, I kind of wish I wasn't done watching this because I didn't realize I would have to think so much. You know, oh my I, gosh, I, like I I will definitely this is what like I don't care if I ever see Interstellar again, but I will definitely watch this again because yeah. there's so much going on and it is interesting. I you never once to, felt you bored. You really have to be in the mood to watch this movie though. Oh, like this yeah. is what this is not one of those movies that you kind of turn on in the background and cook no, dinner. No. No. Like you cannot be distracted in this movie because if you miss <laughs> if you miss anything you're just going to be like what's going on. Well, the the inverted stuff I thought was really cool. Like I I thought to myself, wow, 205 million dollars, where the shit did the money go? You know, right. but there is a lot of like I mean, they had to have I don't know, man. They had to have filmed things twice or Maybe the, I'd have to, I'd like to see the behind the scenes of this film. How do they did it, do it? Yeah. Because it's flawless the way they do the backwards and forwards shit. Yeah. It doesn't look weird. It, it looks, I don't know. There's just a certain like ballet to it almost like when they were fighting inverted and stuff. It just looked all natural somehow. Yeah. But like not in a CG esque way, which is the best compliment I can give them for the CG that they just did. Because <laughs> like it just you, looks amazing. Yeah, when you go in the inverted world, you have to like have oxygen on if you're outside. Um, you can't just like, I don't know. He's like, I need to get in a car and drive. And they're like, oh, that's dangerous. Like, I don't think that's a good idea, but he does it anyway. Um, well, but, but when they're showing the perspective from both sides, it's almost, it's, it's, it's identical. Yeah. It's identical, but the special effects somehow captured the same scene twice going in opposite reverses. Yeah. It's, it, it's wild, man. It's such a wild movie. Um, and, uh, but I would have loved to have seen this on IMAX. I think we were totally robbed, uh, the way, you know, how we should have been able to watch this movie. I did see it on an 85 inch, so. <laughs> about 10 feet away so 
That's you're like, I walked big. up, I was, I was here standing at it like Michael Scott stood at his plasma TV. You're like standing <laughs> right in front of it. Uh, because like, oh, somehow I thought if I, but somehow if I thought I, I would get closer to the TV, I'd understand it better. <laughs> <laughs> like maybe, maybe if I could see it closer, closer up, I, I can understand this better. Cause you're like, you're like, what's going on? In the, and your five-year-old's like, Daddy, they're in the inverse world. You're like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> when did this happen in the movie? Yeah. What's going on here? Uh, when will then be now? Now. <laughs> <clears throat> I also like the part where before he says goodbye to the woman, you know, the, the mother of the child and the billionaire's wife, he tells her, you know, oh, before I go, one more thing. He's like, here takes the, he take gives her the phone and he says, um, I want you to, uh, call me. I don't remember what it was. Call me when you see something, you know, suspicious or something like that. So at the end of the film, Priya, the lady that, um, was like this, I don't know, this person that he would confide in once in a while. And, and of course she was, uh, elusive and like fucking him over all the t- at every turn and all that stuff. She promises him like, oh, yeah, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna kill the the wife and the kid. And then all of a sudden at the end of the film, she's gonna fucking kill them. And I understood why because the people in the future are always watching. So if like if that dude ever contacted her or just went up to her and started talking to her, somebody somewhere would notice that. And they would contact the billionaire probably in the past and they would reverse everything that fucking happened. So you had, they had to never talk to each other ever again. You know, it, it's, it's so wild. But anyway, the lady was like, oh, fuck it. I'm going to kill them anyway. And he gets to the back of the car, shoots the guy. And then he's like, hello. And she's like, how the fuck did you know to be here? And he's like, uh, you know, he's like, uh, I forget what he says, but basically you look over and like the woman is recording a message on the cell phone that says, Hey, there's these two shady characters outside the school watching me. And like he, in the future at some point must've heard the voicemail and wandered back in the past and like basically killed the dude. And then Priya just kills herself, yeah, but right. not be, but not before him saying to her, Oh yeah. Like um in the future, uh, or no, he says to her, uh, you actually, you know, I kept asking you who you work for. You actually work for me. <laughs> like, <laughs> I was like, oh my God. Like right. even, yeah, that's so fucking cool. I'm like, oh my God. You know, oh, and he said, he says, you and me, we both work for me. <laughs> Cause he, <laughs> he didn't know who he worked for either. He didn't know who the leader was. And he's like, oh shit, I'm the leader. This whole right. time. Right, right. <laughs> yeah, there's just, there's just, I feel like if this was a TV show, it'd be like the best TV show ever made. You know, it would be like if oh Lost had a, if Lost had a payout. Look, if you really like this show and it tickles your nerd spot, please review the show on iTunes and Facebook. It'll help getting the show sponsors and allow the show to keep putting out daily and weekly content. Now back to our regularly scheduled program. If it was just a six episode miniseries and then they, like he, basically what Nolan did is he unzipped your head. Like if you had a zipper in your head, he unzipped it and he 
poked it with his dick. <laughs> I mean, he, he just <laughs> he rearranged your brain. He mind watch. He skull fucks. He just oh my god. He just cuts a little sliver in the back of your head and just lays into you. <laughs> this um, so so they they I think he has the contract with Warner Brothers. So like yes, they should be doing a mini series of this and not Justice League. Oh my god, they totally can because they just set up this world with this movie. They right. completely set up this world. So we don't even have to follow him. We could follow other agents or they all work for him, you know, whatever. Yeah. Um and then you if find out as well written as this. Could you imagine this movie as a mini series? Oh my god. And then you find out like it's the Matrix. It's Matrix 4. <laughs> like Mia. <the, laughs> <laughs> if that was Matrix 4, I'd be like, "Oh my god." This was amazing. <laughs> they they did not write this movie. Yeah, no. <laughs> I'd be like, Christopher Nolan wrote this movie. Uh, this is the mind. I mean, his mind. I mean, every one of his movies are so damn unique. And the music is is pumping and like getting like, oh, shit, man. Did you? Um, okay. So did you, when you watch this, did you um notice like the sound was really like the music was just really overpoweringly loud? Yes. And especially in the, I think in the inverted world, it was like they, the music would change a little bit. So you right. knew where, where you, what world you were in. Um, it was just really loud. Fucking, yeah. He does that. He plays with sound. I mean, we've talked about that before with the Joker. Yeah. This is not an easy movie to watch though at night with kids no. sleeping. No. <laughs> Cause like I would no. crank it up during the fucking part. You can't. Yeah. And then they would go back to the other world and it'd be fucking loud as shit. I'd be like, God damn it. <laughs> yeah. uh, oh my God. Yeah. It's, he's like wears earplugs when he goes to the inverted world. It's like, fuck. Oh my God, um, dude. Yeah. This, this movie, it's, it's dope. I mean, I'm going to recommend this to people, but, but with the, but with like a, like little, an asterisk. Yeah. Like, uh, Listen, uh, with an sure, asterisk that says pay the fuck attention. Make sure you have nothing. Make sure your taint doesn't even itch. Like make sure don't you pee. don't have anything going on. Yeah. Don't even <laughs> eat popcorn. That's distracting. <laughs> totally. Swallowing the popcorn will make you not like see the, something. Don't get, don't get M&Ms. If you're going to get anything, get like junior, junior mints. They'll just <laughs> melt. You don't yeah. have to chew. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I mean, it's, it is, it is, um, I would be very surprised if he doesn't win some sort of Oscar for visual effects or something like that, because it is flawless. It is so well put together. And like, I don't know how they did this thing. And I, and there's so practical curious. everything basically. Like that's everything. what Nolan, that's yeah. like what Nolan likes to do. Like you could watch Interstellar, but a lot of it's still practical somehow. Yeah. You somehow. Know? Yeah, exactly. So, anyway. Um, well shit. I mean, I don't. Without really getting into it and spoiling shit, uh, I, I just, I don't know. This might be the shortest podcast ever because literally it's, this is a hard movie to, um, well, number one, it's hard to digest, but it's hard to kind of articulate exactly what's going on in it because it is very complicated. Um, but when you watch it and really pay attention, you'll go, ah, and if someone's sitting next to you and goes, what, what, what is it? You go like, I don't know how to explain it to you. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> You're on your fucking own. I just know that I kind of get it, but I have no clue on how to articulate 
This what is just like happened? that. You're like that person, or I would be the same way because I'd be like, I don't have time to explain this to you. That's that's exactly how I would be. I, would I be like, this I, is the equivalent of like when somebody tried to cheat, like off of your paper in school, and right. you would just like cover it up with your hand, you know, <laughs> so they and then move your shoulder over so they couldn't see it. This is what right. that is for the review. This right. is. I enjoyed this movie, but I don't know how to talk about it. <laughs> exactly. That's exactly. Um, probably what we should put on the tagline of the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, look, if you're looking into us explaining this movie, uh, forget it. But, you know, and the other gonna... thing is, is the other thing we talked about this offline too, is that Nolan is doing his own shit. Like he yep. answers to nobody. <laughs> yeah. And rightfully so. Everything's made so much money and it's himself. Like meaning like it's original shit. Like he doesn't go out. Like that's what I love about his stuff. He's really the the biggest A list director and writer that does original content. Yeah, I, I think even more original than like let's say Spielberg. Like I think he's more original. I mean, I love Spielberg back in the eighties, but he didn't to write be honest, his own he stuff. He didn't though. write his own stuff. You know, right? So this guy, I mean, he's an original. I want him to make like a just a. I want him to do something like a romantic comedy or something. Like I really want him to do something, but with a twist, you know, <laughs> like I want him to do a 40 year. I want Warner brothers to go, okay, for your next film, here's 25 million bucks. That's all you get. Good luck. You know, and then go I make want dumb to and see- dumber. Yeah. <laughs> I want to see what, you know, what, what he can do, you know, like, cause if you give him a billion dollars, I mean, yeah, shit, he's going to give you the fucking most awesome thing in the world. But I want to see what he could do on a lower budget, honestly. Like, quit making these big budget movies and start doing something smaller. And I want to see what you can do. Like, I want to, I want to see a western from Nolan, a fucking western. Well, here's the thing: they're only big budget because of the special effects, right? Like, yeah, Tenet is kind of a small movie if you think about it. Like the way that a lot of the practical effects are practical, like when they're going inverse and outverse into that like tunnel thing. Right. Mm -hmm. But the story itself, it's like, I don't know. It seemed like a more compact James Bond movie because everything was going in reverse and forward at the same time. Right. Like, even though the movie is like two and a half hours long or something like that, the movie looks like it takes place like over months, I think, or something like that. But it it feels like it's a lot shorter because the movie is taking place both ways at the same time. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's look weird. at this guy's dude. You got to look at this guy's track record. Okay, Batman Begins, three seventy three worldwide. Uh, the reason why that's low is because people were like, uh, "No, the Batman." That was after okay. Batman and Robin, right? And so then you get Dark Knight, billion dollars. You get Dark Knight Rises, little over a billion dollars. You get Dunkirk, five hundred thirty million dollars. Not bad for a World War Two movie. Uh, Seven hundred million for Interstellar. Inception is his highest. It's eight hundred. Or no, well, it's his, it's his most original, um, 836 million. So, I still love Inception. Yeah. So Warner Brothers, of course, get, here's the, a truckload of money. Do whatever the fuck you want. I don't care what it is. Uh, I'm doing tenant. I, what is that? I can't tell you. Okay. Fine. Here, here's the money. I don't care. Sounds yeah, cool. You know, exactly. and, and, but he got fucked by COVID, man, because this is a billion dollar movie. There's no, there's no question this could, I mean, this There'd be a lot of been. jokes. There'd be a lot of memes about this movie if it was released. Oh in the my theaters. god, yeah, because I don't know a lot of people that have seen this. You know, now that it's on Redbox, 
I think it's going to find an audience. And then once it gets to HBO Max in a few months, it'll find an audience. And then people will start watching it and talking about it. Talking about it, right. But nobody's been talking about this movie. Even when it came out, I didn't hear anyone talk about it. I saw the RT rating. I was shocked. I was like, 71%. Why? You know? And then I watched the movie and I'm like, ah, yeah, that's why. Nobody knows what the hell is going on. Um, or like, I just went, I just went to the bathroom, took a dump and came back and I was fucking lost, you know, or I, I went and got some M&Ms from the, or, and, you know, popcorn or more cheese or, uh, more butter on my popcorn. And I came back and I'm like, what is going on? So it's one of those movies. You can't leave. You can't do shit. You can't turn your head. You know, you can't do anything. Um, do not look down on your phone. No, goddamn. And you know, sometimes the music was a little overwhelming and the people were talking, the dialogue, I couldn't hear it. So I had to put the uh, closed caption on to kind right. of read some of the things because I was getting lost. I was like, I can't understand what they're saying. The music's too loud. Um, so anyway, but, uh, I know it sounds like maybe we're shitting on the movie a little bit, but it is, it, it's a feat in filmmaking that you've never seen before. How 1917 was to World War II films. This movie to sci-fi type, if you want to call it sci-fi, is so goddamn unique. You know, I'm not yeah, but I think like I think at the same time, <laughs> though, narratively, it could have been a little bit smoother. Uh, definitely, because like I said, when you watch, there were so many times where he was about to say something, and would cut the scene, and you're like, okay, did they cut it on purpose because it would have explained something, and we'd rather he'd rather us figure it out later. Or be, or did he just cut it for time? You know, because the movie is two and a half hours long. And there were several times where he just cuts in the middle of something and you're like, well, what, what else was going to happen in that scene? Because I'm really confused right now. And, um, so I don't know. Like I, <laughs> let's call him up, get him on the podcast. Uh, <laughs> right. Like, why is this? <laughs> why did you do this? You know? Explain your genius to me. Yeah. <laughs> Because I am stupid. Because the movie is, it's, it is genius. It is, ah, oh God, he's like one of the most prolific filmmakers working today. I mean, I, and, and I don't care what he makes. That's the thing is like, this guy can make whatever and I'm going to go see it. It doesn't matter what it is. He's the only filmmaker like that right now. Because yeah. I mean, the things that rule the box office are, are, uh, comic book movies, right? So you yeah. don't, the MCU has basically destroyed the, you know, quote unquote superstar because yep. those movies make them superstars. I mean, Robert Downey Jr., yeah, you know, like he transcends that and, and probably Chris Evans, but, right. but everybody else, they're superstars because of those movies. Yeah. And it doesn't matter who's directing them, we're going to go see them. And the same thing can be said for the DC, uh, EU films because, if Zack Snyder directs like another movie, I'm not going to go fucking watch it, you no. know. Although I will watch his uh, his uh, zombie follow up. So it's I on will Netflix, def- so it's not a big deal, you know. It's like right, but I would still watch it because I really yeah. enjoyed his remake. Um, but you know, if if he goes out and directs a different movie, I'm not going to go see it. But if he directs another DC movie, if for whatever reason, I would still go watch it. You know, yeah. Nolan is the only one I know right now. He has far surpassed Spielberg for me as far as his name's on it. I'm going to watch it. Right. And he, he's also wins for, uh, using like one title, like Tenet, Dunkirk, uh, <laughs> Interstellar. <laughs> you know, like he uses one word and you're like, yeah, what the hell is this movie about? 
If it's not Batman, there's no, there's no three word <laughs> movie titles. <laughs> right, right, exactly. Um, so yeah, I think he did Memento. Memento is another like absolutely genius film. Uh, uh what was the magician insomnia. movie? There's insomnia. There's uh, oh, the magician movie that was um. What movie was that? Oh damn it! I used to remember this oh, shit. Oh, it's the two prestige. words. The it's prestige. two words. Yeah, the, the prestige. Yeah, which is which? The prestige is like the the end part of a trick or something like that. That right. I think that's what. It and was. that movie's fantastic too. Oh, it's that so great! Amazing. Yeah, it's so great. I love. I've seen. I've probably seen that film more than any of his other films. Besides the Batman films, I've seen that one a lot. Um, you know, Inception I've seen twice, Insurrection or not Insurrection, uh, Interstellar I've seen once. Yeah, you know, I, I got to go back and watch that though. Um, Dun- I know I Dun- wanted to again. Dunkirk I've seen more than once because I'm like, how the fuck did he do this? This is so cool. You know, I've only seen that once. How it all comes together at the end, it's so goddamn cool. Um, and Tom Hardy's a fucking awesome, it's so awesome. Um. Yeah, but anyway, everybody in the the movie is stellar. Every, that's the thing is that the acting is so good that you're like, oh, I believe this is happening. You know, it's not some like weird bullshit. You know, where people are just like fumbling around or whatever. It's like you're they're genuinely like, um, well, the guy that you're following. You know, at first when he sees the bullet retract and he's like, what the hell's going on? As soon as they explained it to him, he kind of went. All right. <laughs> like, like <laughs> yeah. He didn't go like, what? This yeah. is crazy. No, he's like, okay, well, uh, how do we do this then? You know, so um, really, really quickly before we get into the, uh, diversity and final ratings. Yeah. Did you know that there's like a Bollywood version of Memento and Christopher Nolan has credit on it? No. Yeah. Were they dancing and singing backwards? Like, what were they doing? Wait, is that what de- defines Bollywood or? Stuff? Well, Bolly- <clears throat> Bollywood is mostly like musicals and stuff. I thought. Oh, is it? Okay. Maybe I'm wrong. <clears throat> they're, they're, I don't, I don't want to sound. I got a tattoo. I got a tattoo. I got a tattoo. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, I don't want to sound ignorant, but like, I don't know what to call. It, it's not, it doesn't look could, like it's. I, I could be completely wrong, but I thought a lot of Bollywood was like musicals, but I could totally be wrong. Well, this is, it, this is a foreign film. <clears throat> right, um, right. But <clears throat> it, I want to say they're like Indian. Um, yeah. <clears throat> in this, okay. um, and they're doing, uh, <laughs> it's, it's basically based on a story by Christopher Nolan, which is Memento. Gotcha. And the story, and the plot for this one is a short term memory loss patient sets out on his journey to avenge the death of his beloved girl. Yeah. Yep. So a little bit different. Uh, a little bit different. Yeah. With, but that's just with, crazy. No singing and dancing, I hope. <laughs> like, uh, yeah, I don't know. I, <laughs> they all break into song, and you're like, "What is going on?" I'm just saying, like, if they if they credited him, he probably got money off. Of no, this too. because there's so many people that live in India. I mean, their box office stars are are gajillionaires there. You know, just like how Jackie Chan probably makes more money than anybody, um, right? Because of the movies he produces over there. So, um, I and I I read, I, I think you put on the website. Or on our page about something about China remaking Mulan the right way. I was like, oh, yeah. I'm like well, there, there I already was that. another. Yeah, it looked pretty cool. Yeah, I mean, just her armor alone looked really cool. Yeah, I'm like, I'll I'll watch it. <clears throat> it can't be worse than the other one. I don't know. <laughs> maybe it can. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe they have, maybe they know a little <laughs> they, bit about they Chinese take, things. Uh, 
Well, they take uh, Eddie Murphy's clips and put it in their movie. (laughs) 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 And sometimes, like, it says, like, Shrek. And you're like, like, oh, that's the wrong Eddie Murphy clip. (laughs) (laughs) They did the wrong one. Dude, did you know that uh, music, uh, the composers and stuff, they'll sell their music to other films in in, foreign films? Oh, nice. Yeah, so like one time, one time I was watching this Chinese drama and the fucking Terminator music came on. Oh, yes. I thought you were going to say it was like the Duel of the Fates. Come on. Like, no, yeah. no, it was fucking Terminator. I'm like, wait a minute. Da, 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 da. I thought it was like a joke. But because like, you know, you don't really watch a lot of American films over there. So they just they just sell their music. Oh my so they god! Just like plugged it into this movie. Like, like the movie costs like five hundred thousand dollars, but the movie, but the song rights were like five million. Right, right. <laughs> it's like you're like, what is this doing? This is a romantic comedy. Why, because why like, is this here? Because like right out of nowhere, like right at because the movie was pretty serious, and then because like you know I know movies and music, all of a sudden they started playing. I'm like, wait a minute, what? <laughs> I'm like, did they just comes out of did they just, and did they just break the fourth wall? <laughs> you find out the whole time he was a Terminator. <laughs> and I had no, I, <laughs> I was like, wow, I did not see that coming. <laughs> oh wow! But like, but I never knew that until that happened because I'm like, what the fuck just happened here? <laughs> Why is there Terminator music? I thought it was a joke. It's like a like a lesbian sex scene or something. You're like, <laughs> you're like, what? <laughs> or they're playing the Halloween music during that. Yeah, <laughs> you're like, it's what? Like, it's like a kid's like supposed to be like a happy birthday, like all nice and stuff. And they start playing that music. Like what? Wait That's a minute. all we can afford. I'm like that. Would, that would actually creep me the fuck out oh, during yeah, a birthday. That'd be amazing during a kid's yeah. birthday party. You see, like you see Michael Myers on the other side of the glass. You're like, oh, well, shit. that's all you could picture. You know, yeah. you're like. Oh my god, I thought this was like a children's comedy and all of a sudden it turned into like a fucking horror movie and I'm scared shitless. Cause I do not do well when it comes to like dead things that would and be a kids. Great, that's a great premise, man. You, that's a, like a kid's birthday party and it turns into like horror, you know? Uh, of course they would got, never, they would never like kill kids chill on screen, but. Down my spine. <laughs> they would never kill kids during like, during a birthday party, but what if they killed all the parents and the kids had to like, like it was like a horror uh home alone movie or something so like a monster squad home alone movie yes monster squad home alone yes oh dude you know what we got to review we've got to review wolfman's got nards <laughs> the documentary came out it's like at 100 <laughs> percent. i gotta see that yeah i gotta, yeah. I gotta wolfman's okay. got nards is the is the is the, we is contact, the uh, documentary uh, let's contact the filmmakers tomorrow yeah, sure. <laughs> get right on I'll get, it. I'll get right on it. All right. <laughs> Got the number right here. All, all right, right, let's do right. let's do the diversity rating. You go first. Okay. Uh, I don't know. What do you think? I think it's I, I think it's a plethora. Um, uh, but maybe plethora yeah. light. I mean, no, I think no, it's no, it's definitely plethora. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, there's a lot of different uh, diversity things going on here. Um, and then as far as uh. My rating of the film. I don't know. I'm going to go out on a limb. I'm going to say for right now, I'm four chainsaws out of five. I'm going to go three uh, lightsabers. And 
not because I didn't enjoy the film, just because I know Nolan knows how to tell a better narrative than this. Yeah. Um, he needed more time. Um, I mean, it, it is a good movie. It does take time to understand it. I don't know if he did it on purpose or he just, um, I don't know. It just, I've like, even as a movie like the prestige that has like a big, a lot of twists and turns, everything made sense in that movie. Like uh, right from the beginning. Like I didn't have to pause or rewatch the scene to understand that movie. It's like and, you gave it a three cause it made you feel stupid. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, maybe if I keep watching it, uh, like, hey, I watched it again, Beach. Now I'm at a 3.2. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm getting up there. <laughs> I, I only paused it four times. Or like, you call me up, you're like, 2.5, man. I can't, I just can't do it. <laughs> it's just keeps, I just keep getting dumber. <laughs> <laughs> I keep getting dumber. <laughs> He's really making me feel stupid today. Yeah. Uh, all right. No, but you know what I'm saying. Like, it, yeah, it, there's, I get there's you. a, there's a there was a smoother way to t- I don't know what it was to do it smoother like I really don't but um like if I tried to direct this movie I would fuck it up so badly oh you my know? god because yeah. I'm probably they're pro- this is probably the best way to tell it but I, I feel like there there's a better way to do it <laughs> you're calling up the studio you're like I wasted your 200 million man like I, I this thing's a mess I don't know I'm what like, to do I'm like I stopped filming after day 7 <laughs> Yeah I I bet I'm in the Caribbean right now with the rest of the I movie. only spent like <laughs> 10 million of the 205 on the uh, on the movie and I ran away with the rest you can't extradite um, me <laughs> You might want to you might want to keep this receipt it's an IOU for a small island <laughs> It's an IOU Tub and tubber. Yeah. Oh my god! For a small That's amazing. island, you might, you might want to hold on to this one. <laughs> oh shit! That's great. <laughs> All right, we'll end. We'll end it right there. <clears throat> okay. Well, that was episode two ninety three of Chew on. Wait, nope, two ninety four. You just go well, back that- and ten it yourself. <laughs> <laughs> I just became dumb. All right. That was episode 294 of Chew on This and Nerd United Podcast on BJ. Dick. Till next time, folks. Chew on that. Later. <laughs>